I think one of the things that people struggle with the most is not having support from friends and family when they're trying to pursue something. The hardest time with that. Yeah, like we see it every single day. Someone comes in business, they're hungry, they're excited, they're going to go conquer the world. And then their mom's like, no, you shouldn't do that. My, You know, your cousin tried that and it didn't work. Yeah, they totally steal, steal your joy. Yeah, or people jump to conclusions and they think you're off doing something you're not actually doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reality is, is that that uh, rejection, I think, prevents a lot of entrepreneurs from ever achieving or pursuing anything. Yeah. We had everything going against us. Yeah, we were young. We were broke. We didn't know anything about business. We literally started from nothing. We were never supposed to make it. So what do you do? What do you do when you're trying to do something and you don't have support? What do you do when your friends think it's a bad idea and your family thinks you should stick to your career because you get benefits or you should keep going to college and finish and get a degree? Like, what do you do? I think it just depends on what do you really want? We always talk about this. I feel like almost every episode, what do you really want? Because if Obviously, whatever you're pursuing, you're pursuing because you saw some value in it. And I don't know why that should change just because a friend or a family member doesn't approve or doesn't like the the path that you're heading But it towards. does change. It, 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 does, it change. does change. Yeah, it's for hard. Lot, for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think it's the one of the biggest separators. I think so many more people would pursue something other than what they're doing at their career. If they knew that everyone was going to go, yes, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's that fear of um, rejection. And as humans, we want to feel loved. We want to feel, you know, wanted. We want to feel needed. We want to feel encouraged, all those things. And I think the first time one of your really close family members or your friends tells you, oh, why are you doing that? You shouldn't be doing that. Um, It's kind of like a slap in the face. It's really shocking. Mm-hmm. When they go, you have a degree. Why don't you use your degree? Like, well, hello, because <laughs> if I use my degree, it's going to take me 40 years to pay off my degree, you know? Yeah, it's like if you haven't already tried that, you know? <laughs> exactly. Or it's like, yeah, I got a degree because, again, I felt like that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah, that's what we're we're told to do. Um and I'm a big fan of education, but that's what we're told to do. And we're kind of promised that we will be able to make an income and be comfortable. But that's not always the situation anymore, at least. And sometimes it is, but it's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just not like I have something else I would like to do. or I would like to do what I do at my job for myself or mm-hmm. as my own company or build my own business or whatever it may be. Um But really, I think it's the separator. I think it's the difference between successful entrepreneurs or people successful in anything, not just business. I think every single one of those people got pushback or someone close to them that didn't support them every single time. Mm -hmm. The difference is when that time comes, do you believe in yourself and what you're chasing more? Mm -hmm. Or do you kind of just crumble to what everyone else thinks you should be doing? Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's one of life's filters. It's one of life's separators. It's, 
you know, when people go, well, how come, how come everybody, you know, does just doesn't open up a business and they can all become successful? It's because of things like this. Mm-hmm. It's a separator. I think most, I think most people try something mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. You know, but then you get out of the box, you get out of the norm, you get out of what is expected of you, right? And by the way, this isn't always. Sometimes you grow up in a circle where everyone's an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. everyone's a business owner, everybody, yeah. and, they, they, and they look at you like, why the hell would you get a job, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same peer pressure just from the other end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it's the, it's the biggest thing, and so I think it's a good topic for us to talk about. Um, if you're trying to build a business and you have a job, right, and you're not getting support from friends and family, and you know, the, you know what else is funny? is everyone starts in business, they start something, and they expect their friends and family to support them. Why? Because you're like, if you started something, I'd support you. That's the definition. Well, I, I think it just comes with the family part and with the friend part. It's a, that's why you're a family, that's why you're friends. But that's not always the situation. Not always the case, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's discuss that topic a little bit. Mm-hmm. If I'm starting something, let's say let's say business, and I'm really fired up for whatever reason. I hate my job. I love my job. I make enough money. I don't make enough money. Whatever it is, or I just love it and I make enough money, but I don't want to do it forever. If I'm starting something, I don't have support from friends and family. I thought I was going to. In fact, all they did was kind of piss all over my goals and, you know, they start Googling my industry. It, it, I mean, you can find something bad about every industry, mm-hmm. right? They start Googling my industry and they're like, no, dude, you're never going to make it. Um, well, what do you do? I mean, I'll tell you that that's the deciding point in that moment. Can I work without other people's validation? Can I still keep my level of enthusiasm without other people's stamp of approval? Yeah. It's hard. Some people can't. Some people can't. So what do you have to do? Number one, here, here's, the, here's one of the biggest things. You have to decide, I don't really, I, I'm going to try my best not to care whether or not I get someone's approval. Like you didn't have to get everyone's approval when you got a job and you didn't necessarily have to get everyone's approval when you decided to go to college. So why all of a sudden am I so attached to everyone's approval? Yeah, we just, we, we are people pleasers, I think. People pleasers, yeah. that's why. Yeah. We don't like the idea that what we're doing makes other people unhappy. Okay. Now, some people have good intentions. Yeah, of course. You know, they, they really believe, hey, you know what? You should stick it out with your job because it's guaranteed. You have a good salary. You got family to provide for. You got bills you got to pay and food you got to put on the table. So their intentions are good, mm-hmm. but still they don't necessarily have the, the vision that I have, right? So I would say the first thing is if I have a job and I'm, trying to, and I'm trying to pursue something else, number one is you gotta keep your bills paid. That's oh, yeah. number one. Use your job to pay your bills while you build what you're trying to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to object to, at least it's hard to use the objection of like, oh, but how are you going to pay your bills? You have family, you have kids. If you're like, oh, no, I still have my career. I still have my job. I'm just building something on the side. Yeah. It, the, the, the bills have to stay paid. 
The bills have to stay paid. And, and the job's job is to keep the bills paid. That's it. Yeah, most people don't work well under financial pressure. Right. No, under so, financial pressure, most people crumble. Exactly. So keep, keep your income. Keep the bills paid because then when other people don't support you, you can say, I still got my job, dude. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying to build something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the goal is I'm going to build and build and build and build and build until eventually I could swap out, right? Yeah. And then at that point, I could leave whatever I'm doing and I don't need anybody's support. Like I've already proven myself. You got to get to that point where you could say, see, I freaking told you. Yeah. yeah. I freaking told you. It built so much confidence so much um it just it completely transforms you as a person to be able to reach that level yeah keep the bills paid the next thing is don't tell people your horror story why i'll I'll give you an example i'm talking to one of the agents and she says well you know my friend said that if it was that he doesn't want to be my client because if it was that great like i wouldn't still be broke because i've been doing this for six months i'm like First of all, how does your friend know you're still freaking broke? Like, what did you tell them? They only know what you're saying. They only know what you're saying. Most people don't really care about your sad story, mm-hmm. right? In fact, some of them are happy you have a sad story. They may not tell you, but they don't really care. Like, they're not, I, I don't understand when I'm trying to build something and then I'm going around telling all my friends how I'm broke. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sell them the dream on why they should support me in business, but then I'm, but then I'm borrowing them from borrowing money from them, mm-hmm. or I'm telling them like, "Oh man, it's so much harder than I thought it was." You know, and, and I'm not saying don't talk to your friends. What I'm saying is, is if you're an entrepreneur and you want support and you want people to help you make it, you can't sell them your horror story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you kind of you almost have to choose. Like, if I need this, do I need this person really as a support system as far as you know my emotional support? Because you can't really ask them for that emotional support, talk about how much you're struggling, and then also go, oh, but it's great. You know, can you become uh, my client or can, right. you know, or can you uh, refer me to people? Yeah. They, I took note in the very beginning of my career of who I had to convince to support me and who just supported me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, who I had to prove wrong or who was like, you know what, bro, I got your back no matter what. And, and people think, they the whole time they thought we're cool, right? Because I see them, hey, how are you? The whole time I was just, I was already cutting them out. I'm like, man, this person don't believe in me. They don't believe in me. They don't believe in me. They, and then people come around, you know, once you're winning. And I always remembered that though. I'm like, man, you didn't support me when I was struggling. Like you didn't give me a shot. You didn't give me an appointment. You know, you didn't give me a chance to, to be the person who did that service for you. And so don't sell people the horror story. Sell people the dream or don't say anything. Yeah. You can talk to people and we're, no one's saying to lie, by the way. Let's just no, say that. Not saying to go edit your cash flow no, and none of that. No, nothing like that. We're saying talk about your, talk about something positive. Talk about the future, where you, where you want to be, why you're doing what you do. Yeah. You know, or say nothing if it's, if, if it's too hard for you. Or, say or remember this. This is what I always say. I am in a position to replace my income, mm-hmm. to replace my full-time income part-time. Mm-hmm. I'm in a position to replace my full-time income part-time because they could take that however they, however they want it. But if I'm a nurse and I'm telling everyone how I want to leave nursing and I'm going to go full-time in business and they're like, what do you mean you're going to leave nursing? Like you went to school all this time. You're making a good income. You make a hundred grand a year. Like, why would you do that? You could get as much overtime as you want. 
if you don't want to have a job, be a travel nurse instead. You know, like they start trying to get you to settle, right? Right. Like settle, stay here, make it work, figure it out. Like you don't need to go pursue something else. You've got it good. Be grateful, right? All this BS. And I always say, no, you don't understand. I'm in a position to replace my salary part-time. Mm-hmm. Like what part of that don't you get? Imagine if I was full-time. Like that's what I mean by not, oh my God, I got a charge back today and three people quit on me and two clients called me and said they don't want to be my client anymore and then I lost this other appointment. Like, God, it's just so hard. Like that kind of stuff. People do that because they want to have a pity party. Yeah. And what they're really doing is just destroying all chance of ever having that that circle of people that they feel close enough to to tell those bad things to they're just ruining all those business relationships yeah you especially people who are always in your corner let's say who love about you who who love you care about you they're not going to want to see you struggling or in pain so they're not going to understand that although you know you might be having some bad days it's worth it to you they're not going to see that it's worth it to you part they're right. just going to want to protect you. So they're going to be like, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, just stick with what you know. You're like, you're so good at it. Right. Cause they, yep. you know, so, like he said, sometimes it's good intentions. Yeah. Hurt, hurt in private. Mm-hmm. Like when, when things suck, like deal with that in private mm-hmm. Tr- to, to the best of your ability. I'm not saying don't talk to people. You're like, well, they're my friends. I should be able to talk to them. Okay. But then you got to decide you're going to talk to them. And you're just giving more fuel for why they don't support you, mm-hmm. right? You're just reminding them and validating and verifying everything they said. Like, yeah, I told you. Well, I told you. I told you. Well, remember I told you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so you got to decide, do I want a shoulder to cry on or do I want someone who eventually is going to become a big supporter of me in business? Yeah, it's hard. It is hard to navigate in the beginning, but once you understand that concept, you'll realize that it's such an important you know, it's such an important distinction. You really have to make that decision. Another thing, if you don't have support, is remember, you're in a hurry to get to where you're trying to go, right? For the longest time, I was so fired up because I was just, I'm going to freaking prove everybody wrong, all these assholes that don't support me. Like, I'm going to freaking shove it down their throat. Like, I'm going to make it, you know? Um, so you could have that fire and be in a hurry to get there, but be in a patient hurry. Mm-hmm. Don't, um, don't become impatient with your success. Meaning like, yes, I'm hungry. Yes, I want to get there faster. But I also have to be reasonable in the fact that, that things do take time. Yeah, they do. And everyone around me, when I'm not getting support, sometimes it feels longer than it actually is. Yes. Yeah. You know, one week of seeing your family and them talking shit to you feels like six months of you not winning in business. Yeah, it makes it feel so much worse and so much heavier. Yeah, and you're sitting around and they're like, oh, so tell me about that thing you're doing. And you're like, oh, here we go. How much money have you made? Oh, I'm doing really well. Oh, how much? Like, how much are you making per month? Um, you know, I, you know, you're like, damn, I haven't made any money yet. And then it's just, it gets really discouraging. Mm-hmm. Don't get discouraged. Be in a patient hurry. Now, if you're not working then you should get a little frustrated with yourself. Whole different story. But if you're working and you're like, dude, I'm freaking trying, man. I'm doing everything I know I'm supposed to do. Then I say set unreasonable goals, but also but be reasonable in the time frame that it takes to get there. 
if you're not getting results yet. Don't, don't, everyone else is already unsupportive and beating you up. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, you have to be your biggest supporter, your biggest fan, because you are with you 24-7, and, you know, world the world isn't always nice. No, man. No, not at all. I remember one time uh, I was at church. I was in the front entryway, and a lady was like, hey, so so what do you do? What is it that you're trying to do? I'm like, trying to do? Like, the first thing, like, you know so me. So demeaning. I take everything the right things personally, right? So yeah. in my head, I'm like, trying, trying, really? Attempting. Like I was about to rip her <laughs> apart right there in the middle of, uh, right there in the middle of church. But I'm like trying to do, <laughs> hold on a second, I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> it's Adri. And it won't stop. There we go. <laughs> so I'm like, what is it that I'm trying to do? Like, no, I'm not trying. She's like, yeah, you're like selling insurance or something, right? You're like trying to sell insurance. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to. First of all, I don't even do insurance. I don't know what you're talking about, right? So that's what I said, even though maybe she wanted a policy. I don't know. But I told her I didn't do insurance. To this day, she's like, I swear, I thought he does insurance, but I guess not. But the reality is, is like, I remember those moments. And I, I remember when people would, they would like talk smack, you know, mm-hmm. and they would, they would start hating and then they, they would spread rumors and then like, and, and two things happen in that. You're either going to get really discouraged or really like, I'm going to freaking crush it. You know, one mm-hmm. of the two. And for me, I respond the second way. Yes, you do. But most people, I don't think, do. No, you're very uh, unique in that. Unique. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> but most people get frustrated. They get discouraged. And then they start to go, you know what? I didn't really believe in myself to begin with. Maybe they're right, you know? Yeah, it really kind of brings out some of those insecurities. Yeah, be in a patient, a patient hurry. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's family, and that's the worst. Uh, if you're not getting family support, here's one thing that might be true. It might just be the fact that you just don't come from a family that is already established as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So maybe you come from a family of people that they all work jobs. Maybe they have good jobs you know, great careers, they make six figures, but they're still jobs, right? Yeah. They're still jobs. They're still giving 30% to the government. They're still not taking home what they say they're making, you know, and, and it's still a freaking job. And if you come from a family of successful employees, like they're the worst, mm-hmm. they're the worst because they, they get a little bit of an ego because they make 110,000 a year at their salary and they think they're the shit. And and they're the freaking worst and they love to share their opinion and they love to tell you how they feel and they, oh, you know, I have two degrees and I went to Harvard and, you know, and I work, but it's like, you still have a freaking job, bro. Still yeah. a job. Mm-hmm. But th- those are the worst. So remember where, where things come from. It's possible that in your family, you don't, you're not surrounded by a bunch of business owners. Yeah. And not, in fact, more often than not, it, that's the case. Yeah. And so if you were surrounded, you know, uncle owns a dry cleaner, aunt owns a school, you know, dad owns a manufacturing company, mom owns, you know what I mean? Like sisters in real estate, you know, cousin is, uh, I don't know, whatever. If, if you come from a family of, of like entrepreneurs, like real entrepreneurs, like like serial entrepreneurs or people that have took, taken risks and bought something, they bought a franchise, whatever it is. I don't think that the, I, I, in my experience, those conversations are very different. Oh yeah. It's, it's night and day. It's a complete opposite. It's a more of a, 
Yeah, dude, go for it. Mm-hmm. Take take risks. Take risks. Gary Vee always mistakes. says, if you're young, take risks. Like you could yeah. take you could try a thousand things before you're thirty, mm-hmm. and only one of them needs to work. Yeah. And so, if it's family, uh, don't try your best not to allow them to put their beliefs on you. Mm-hmm. You know, to to uh, don't buy into their limitations. Yeah, they, um, you know, your family and sometimes your friends, they look at you through their own lens and what they're capable of doing and what they believe is possible and realistic. Even worse is when when it's your family and, and your friends and they still look at you like a kid. That's very hard. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. I, I was 21 when I started in business and everyone who was so unsupportive like they still saw me as 15, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, but the difference was, is I was aware of it. Yeah. And so even though it pissed me off, I never felt like, uh, I never felt like I was lacking because I understood I can't lose something I didn't have. So it's not like I lost a bunch of clients. They were never clients to begin with. And it's not, and to this day, they're not clients. And it's also not like I lost a bunch of support. I just found out I never had support to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. I, which is the shocking part. Now, when it's friends, um, I think it's a little different with friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in our friend group, everyone's, in, everyone's an entrepreneur. And so we're all at different places. Some of us are killing it. Some of us are getting killed. But the reality is, is that uh, we all... Like if one of our friends went in our close circle, went and got a job, we'd be like, well, that's kind of strange. Like, what the heck? Like I had a teammate who went and got a job the day she hit her promotion. Literally the day she hit her promotion, huge promotion, almost doubled her contract. She's sitting at a freaking job and I had to call her to congratulate her. She's like, I can't answer. I'm at work. <laughs> I'm like, work? What is wrong with you? You know, and it took her about three months and she's like, what is wrong with me? And she, And then she, you know went back to business full time. But when it's your friend, sometimes, sometimes people show their insecurities by allowing their ego to get in the way of being happy for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, um, as much as we don't like to admit it, a lot of friendships compare and compete silently. Yeah. A lot. Um, sometimes you growing makes other people uncomfortable. Yeah, because it, it makes them feel like, okay, well, I'm not. And so should I be? And it opens up that can of worms where now they're looking at themselves like, okay, I've been doing the same thing for a long time. I'm also not happy with what I'm doing. But I'm usually just doing what everyone else does, which is just complain about it, but still do it. And But you're actually doing something about it to change it. That's so if you don't have support from friends and family, here's what I will tell you. Uh, number one, you don't need it. You may want it, but you don't need it. It may feel like you need it, but I promise you, you don't need it. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really change anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may feel a little bit lonely on your journey, but that's the life of an entrepreneur. You know, you're doing what 99% of people don't do, which is paving your own way instead of signing up for one that's already existing. And so um, you just got to let it go. You know, it doesn't mean you cut people off. It doesn't mean you stop being friends. It doesn't mean you stop being family. But you maybe you stop talking about business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that I will not talk about business with. In I've fact, been. they ask, they go, hey, well, how, how's business? I'm like, oh, if, I, if I told you, you wouldn't even believe me. 
They're like, oh, what does that mean? Well, it's, it's all right. It's never been better. Oh, okay. You know, and then that's the end of the conversation. Um, because I don't want them as a client. I don't want them as a teammate. And therefore, there's no purpose in me even putting myself in a conversation where I'm just going to get frustrated. Yeah. Um, and then find support in different circles, you know, circles of people. Sometimes we need to make new associations. Um, circles of people that are business minded like you. Mm-hmm. Circles of people that read books like you might. Circles of people that listen to podcasts more than they listen to music. Mm-hmm. Circles of people that are maybe in the same industry as you or in business with you or doing better than you. They're mentors. You know, sometimes a smaller circle is more effective and more productive and more fun. I would say always. Always? Yeah. Always more fun. And remember that eventually everyone comes around. You know, eventually everyone, they may not apologize to you. They may not tell you I was wrong. They may not say, hey, you know what? You were right. You, I'm, it was, you made the right decision. You know, they may not say any of that. And that might actually be what you want the most. But you may never, ever get that. Mm-hmm. But eventually everyone comes around where they may not uh, censor myself. They may not do business with you. They may not hang out with you. They, they may not chill with you. They may not kick it with you. They may not support you outwardly. But I'll tell you what they do. They still watch. Mm-hmm. And eventually everyone comes around. And the ones that don't, those are people that you probably don't want around anyway. Boom. Boom. All right, y'all. Well, hopefully you get some value from that because I think that's a topic that... um, We all have to face. See, I dealt with a ton of that crap Mm -hmm. in the beginning of my career. A ton. I had like little to no support and just created my own, you know, created my own way. Um, And you can too. Yeah, you can too. And it's probably, the Bible says you can't be a prophet in your own land. So it's probably you're going to find more support with people you don't know now than people you do know. That's exciting. Yeah. Go make some new friends, do some new networking, join a bowling league or something where you can meet some new people. And, uh, and thank you for always sharing our teaser clips. Uh, we see them all mm-hmm. sharing pictures of you watching the podcast, you know, and posting on your Instagram story. We, you know, we always see them and we think it's, you know, super cool and, And we're glad you guys get a ton of value and go win anyway. All right, we're out. Bye.